Hey guys, it's Shelby and Dylan, and we would love to introduce Beth, the podcast singer. And this is the Wrong with the Podcast. This week, we're going to get to know Beth a little better, do a Thanksgiving feast draft, give another local news story, and give some advice. You've heard her sing, so let's get to know the person behind the voice. We're going to ask her the four (laughs) questions that we asked ourselves in the last two episodes of the podcast. All right, we're going to ask Beth the same questions that we asked ourselves in the last two podcast episodes. Um, Beth, do you have any book recommendations for us? I do. So my all-time favorite book series of all time, even though I am a old woman now, is going to be Harry Potter because (laughs) as a young adult, Reading those was fantastic. And then they brought out the movies, but I didn't really watch those. However, when those last two books came out, I remember getting them immediately and then reading them all 500 to 700 pages in less than two days each. I'm pretty sure for that last one, I did not even sleep. And (laughs) being a teenager, I know, and being (laughs) a kid or a teenager reading them, I thought there was a lot of information I probably glossed over. But now that I'm an adult, I would love to go back in time and read them. So that's something that I may be doing in my immediate future. I think you should. Is that the only book recommendation you have? I would also, let's see, of all the books that I could recommend and ones I'm allowed to recommend, (laughs) I I do really (laughs) like A Stolen Life. And that is the memoir slash autobiography of J.C. Dirt. And for those that didn't know, this is a book that Shelby, Dylan, and I read together for our book club. The, they already know. Okay, The Reading Rangers. Um, still very much <laughs> in effect, just kind of on a very slight hiatus due to moi. But <coughs> J.C. Duggar was 11 when she was taken from right in front of her home at the bus stop by a stranger in a car. And for 18 years, she was held in this man's backyard, essentially. Um, She ended up having two children by him. And then 18 years later, at the age of 29, she was finally found by cops. Um, Honestly, the book, she wrote about her entire experience. It's really sad. uh, But, I mean, just the way that she managed to persevere and stay resilient in the end is freaking phenomenal and i'm not sure if i would be able to do quite the same in that situation but more power to her i think that everyone should read it it is fantastic i recommended that book too yes (laughs) it it was a very good book (laughs) um so what game show would you like to be on so i actually am on a game show um, Squid Games, <clears throat> and I feel like I'm already on this without knowing it because my life is really hard, a lot harder than it needs to be, and I feel like I'm always broke and I'm trying to get more money. So for that reason, I feel like Squid Games would be my answer. However, you know, I haven't died yet or, I mean, obviously, um, and I guess my tribulations are kind of small in the long run of things, but... I think just being broke and tired is really kind of where I'm going with this. I think we all feel that. I've never even seen Squid, Squid Games, if I'm being honest. It's uh, fantastic. I watched it all in one night. I did not watch it either. Mm. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no tea, no shade. Wow. 
please write in to let them know that this will not stand. Okay, next question, please. <laughs> um, your next question is, what is your favorite <clears throat> sit, sit down restaurant? Favorite sit down restaurant. <clears throat> it's not even a specific one, but almost any sushi restaurant is fine in my book. <clears throat> I remember when y'all were asking these questions and I honestly just really love sushi. <clears throat> when I was a freshman in college i worked at hibachi girl and i worked there for about a year and a half and it was also a sushi restaurant and i'm from the coastal area so we have all that pretentiously really good seafood because we're right on the ocean and having a california roll with actual crab right from there is phenomenal it can't be beat some places the sushi tastes weird kind of like old gym sock but oh when it's good and you are on the ocean front it cannot be beat <laughs> beth what's your weird habit so my weird habit <clears throat> and this may be hard to believe because i'm not weird at all i <clears throat> have to sleep with the covers around my neck it does not matter if it is zero degrees, if it is 100 degrees. I have to have the covers around my neck because of vampires. Protection. I, re- I realize <laughs> how that sounds. Because <clears throat> I remember being about six years old, maybe seven, and <clears throat> I was watching an old school <clears throat> Dracula movie with my mom. I remember falling asleep in the kitchen chair, <clears throat> and then I woke up later that night um, probably middle of the night, pitch black, and I was in my sister's bedroom for some reason. And the last memory I had was watching the Dracula movie. So me, being a six-slash-seven-year-old child who woke up in a new place, not knowing where I was with it being dark, thought, okay, if I don't put the pillows around my neck, then a vampire is going to come drink my blood and kill me. So ever since then, I have to have it around my neck. Even if I don't have a blanket, if I can just have, like, a hand towel around my neck, I feel like I'm kind of covered by everything. Because to take your blood, they have to get to your neck. So makes sense. Thank you. The blanket's <laughs> not, like, soft or anything. <laughs> um, finally, I have a question for everybody. Since Thanksgiving's coming up, um, we should all say what we're thankful for. Yes, what are y'all thankful for? Um, I'm thankful for my family. Uh, we have grown really close in the past couple of years. And they're and, amazing. <laughs> and I'm just really thankful to have them and have the relationship that we now have. I'm thankful for my friends and family. Um, I have some really good people in my life. And with me getting married next year, I really can't wait to celebrate that with everybody. Yes, yes, yes. I'm also really thankful for Bojangles Buffalo sauce. (laughs) (laughs) That stuff is so good. It's new. It's creamy. Go try it. We are not sponsored. (laughs) Y'all, she's not kidding. She really does love that stuff. I mean, honestly, she, we went out last week and she had to stop at Bojangles so she could have some before she came out. (laughs) Showed up late for the Buffalo sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. All right, Beth, what are you thankful for? Um, So I'm thankful for my dog, of whom I would die for. She's the greatest thing in the world, and everyone thinks they have the best dog. They are wrong. Mine is the best. No offense, y'all, but maybe a little bit of shade. Um, I am also very thankful for my health. 
because I enjoy being active and being outdoors, and I realized I could all be taken away in a second. So while I'm still able to jump up and down rocks, I will continue to jump up and down rocks. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So while we're on the topic of Thanksgiving, we're going to do our Thanksgiving draft. We have a list of Thanksgiving foods, and we're going to pick one by one our top three draft picks. Let's hope there's no upsets. And I won the first pick. And I'm going in number one all day, every day. Thanksgiving is ruined without this, even if it's a bad version of this. Macaroni mm-hmm. and cheese. There is no such thing as bad macaroni and cheese. Well, uh, there okay. is bad mac and cheese. Like, did yes. you put vegetables and raisins in it? Just anything weird. Or, or it can be dry. I mean, okay, but even dry macaroni and cheese isn't terrible. And it better be homemade. Like, don't come in making no craft macaroni and cheese for Thanksgiving. Okay, let's not start splitting hairs here. Because Vel- Velveeta's decent. What What about the mac and cheese that so not stoked up Stouffer's has? I've never tried. It is phenomenal. That is the best macaroni and cheese but homemade macaroni where it kind of has that chewy broiled later layer on top uh none of that breadcrumb stuff that's just a cheap just the cheese hard on top yeah and i want it creamy in the middle yes yes yeah i want i want to be so hot after that sound when i'm eating it I'm good with that kind of mac and cheese, but I will not eat the top layer. I have to dig around it and get to the bottom. Good, I'll it's take the, the textures. Yeah, we'll take it. Like the icing <laughs> on your cake, we'll take that too. You can, <laughs> you can have it. Um, and I got second, and I'm going to pick broccoli casserole. This is absolutely my favorite thing to eat. Meh. I like my mom makes a really good one too. I forgot. I didn't about know it. that was a thing. It really? is, and it is phenomenal. My grandma used to make it, and I got the recipe for her, from her because I just loved it so much. And it's definitely something that I will bring to anything. I love it. And if you don't like it, don't eat it. I promise it's getting gone. <laughs> More for me. <laughs> like, I promise it's getting gone. Uh, I mean, judging by Dylan's cooking skills, he makes fantastic meatballs, by the way. I would say that his is probably good. I'm I sure. agree. Thanks. Um, and Beth, you had the third pick. All right. So my number one Thanksgiving food, and this may be specific, so hold on to the end, <clears throat> sweet potatoes. But a lot of people make them different ways. <clears throat> so I've been to my mom. She will cut the sweet potato into kind of medallions and so it's just a big chunk and then she'll um dump a can of i'm sorry mom (laughs) she'll dump a can of pineapple on top so you have these big sweet potato chunks and pineapple chunks swimming in pineapple juice and then she'll cover it with marshmallows and it's kind of an odd taste it's not bad but it's not great however my aunt's on my dad's side, she has a fantastic recipe, which apparently is from her ex-husband's side, I believe. And it is essentially a sweet potato casserole that is at least 30% sugar. Y'all, it is to die for. 
That sounds uh, like my type of sweet potato casserole. Yeah, I want it like desserty kind of. You know. Yeah, I mean, I know it is. A pre- <laughs> I feel like sweet potato casserole is a pre-dessert. Like it, it gets put on the main plate. It's but a it's, transition. It's definitely something. It's like sweet for the savory. You it's know? getting you, you ready. Bit. It's yes. getting you ready for the desserts. Just yes. no nuts on it though, because that's a cop out, and some people are allergic. We need to think about this. <laughs> yes, I I like it with marshmallows. Oh, me too. And <laughs> we put like brown cinnamon sugar, oatmeal in ours. And Actually, I, I think my mom does a lot of brown sugar too. Yes, brown sugar, cinnamon, and butter. Mm. Sounds the loves wonderful. of my life. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sounds phenomenal. Insert chef's kiss here. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Shelby. All right, we're coming in. Um, this is our number two picks for the draft. I'm going in with ham. Uh, I need a little meat in there. I love a good, we eat like in the middle of the day. So about like seven o'clock, I love a good like ham sandwich after, I don't mind if it's cold or warm. I love ham. I'd rather have ham than turkey for sure. I agree with you. I love ham. I think that if Thanksgiving does not have ham, then it's a tragedy. It's ruined. <laughs> I, I mean, I also eat the turkey. I'm going to eat the turkey. I want both, but I want <clears throat> ham mostly. Like, I have a little turkey, and then I have, like, a lot of ham. If, if I'm going back for seconds, it's for the ham. It's yeah. not for turkey. Yeah. I'm done after the first round. I think, I think about the thing about ham versus turkey is that ham can have a kind of like a cinnamon shell and it's still good. And it's just, I think it's a lot more tender and a little bit more flavorful than turkey. It's a little sweet, you know. (laughs) So it's easier to have seconds of hand because turkey is a little, you know, turkey, I don't know, you're not really going back for the dry stuff for seconds. No. But, oh, everyone likes some good hand. No, I'm going to say my dad makes a great turkey and it's always moist never dry we love a moist bird (laughs) (laughs) all right Um, dylan what's your second round pick i was gonna pick ham and Mm. obviously couldn't do that so i'm gonna go in with deviled eggs oh Mm. that was that was my next one (laughs) deviled eggs i deviled eggs i'm eating while they're being made when (laughs) my mom starts making them i have to try them and i mean like i am gonna have five or six relish or no relish relish oh no tea no shade (laughs) what we don't do no relish we'd put a little paprika on top of that put a little color that's it yes Deviled eggs are fantastic, though. Fantastic choice. No vinegar. No vinegar. No vinegar. No I vinegar. cannot stand. I didn't know that was a thing. Yes. I, people make deviled eggs and put vinegar in it. For me, I have to have the mayonnaise and I have to mustard. have relish, mayonnaise, mustard, paprika. mustard, and then paprika on the top. I'm with you. Yes. Maybe not the relish, but everything else. Yes. <laughs> yeah, give, I, I agree. Shelby. Give me the relish. Good. You can eat it straight from the container and keep it away from the eggs. (laughs) And wood. But they're going in the eggs, too. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Is it my turn? Yeah. No. (laughs) Oh, it's not? Oh. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) I was Um, like, what? (laughs) So... Doubled eggs is a really good option. And I recently discovered that stuffing 
um, from some people, they have actual hard-boiled egg chunks in there. So that is going to be my second option. I really like the stovetop stuffing. I will eat that throughout mm-hmm. the year, especially when you add just enough butter to it. Mm-hmm. But they start adding some little chunks of hard-boiled eggs, and it gives it that texture. Oh, my gosh. I have I never had it like that. It is, y'all, it is worth it. It gives it, like, a little bit of chewiness, and it gives it some flavor. But I'm going to tell you what. No relish? All year long, yes. You add a little chicken to it. I made it that in meal. the crock pot the other day. Oh my god, it is chicken so flavored already. You don't even have to buy the chicken. I um, put a little but- crema, crema chicken on top. Mix it in. It was so good. Oh, don't get the store brand though. I don't know if I'd even try that. No, I mean, we're definitely saying stovetop. I mean... Stovetop all day. If it's not stovetop, I do not want it, honestly. Pay the extra dollar. (laughs) Like, Y'all just buy two eggs, cook two eggs, cut them up, chop, put them in there, worth it. I don't know. I'm going to do it. (laughs) Try it. (laughs) Maybe you can make it. Make some doubled eggs, and then just one of them, don't double the egg, and then put in your stuffing. Can't do it. Can't. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Third round draft pick. It's my final choice. I'm very torn on a couple. I might switch up my list, but I'm going to go for mashed potatoes. Hmm. My mom makes good ones. They're not, you know, they ain't no box mashed potatoes. They got that flavor in there. I like to put a little turkey gravy in there, too. And it hit every time. It's always good. I'm always going to have it on my plate. It's hard to mess up mashed potatoes. You know what I mean? You can do it. You got to add the right amount. Oh, of butter. I know. I mean, like it tastes like water for sure. You know, it like, tastes like nothing. You add that butter, that salt, that pepper. You got not have too it. much pepper. Put a little <laughs> milk in there, whatever. Yes, yeah. milk. No. Make it fluffy. Life like, hack. Life half hack. Half and half. Evaporated cream. milk. Evaporated. Oh. I feel like heavy cream would be good too. I've never tried it with that, but I evaporated milk is very good in mashed potatoes. It goes phenomenal. Potatoes in all forms really are beautiful, though. Except for all gratin. <laughs> Scalloped. I, I hate them. I don't so eat it much. like that. I've never I hate really. Them. I'll eat anything but that too. I always want. I want a potato on my plate every meal. Every meal. <laughs> Period. <laughs> all right. So with my third pick, this this isn't really hard for me. Um, and I'm picking potato salad. Hmm. Potato hmm. salad. Still in the potato family. It is phenomenal. You cannot have Thanksgiving without it. If you bring store-bought potato salad to my house for Thanksgiving, please leave. Please exit the building. If you can't make potato salad, do not sign up for it. No one asked you. It's really good from Food Lion, though. I don't have to have that. Please make it homemade. I like it when it's hot, when it's first being made. And... You, I got to try it. I got to have it. I'm going to have a bowl of it. And when it's cold, either way, I don't care. Potato Chicken. salad is it for me. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Period. What about you? Me? Yes. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so for my third draft, and this is the final one, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wrapping it up. <clears throat> so I wanted to say rolls, but I love carbs way too much at the expense of my clothes. So I am going to go against the grain <coughs> and say cranberry sauce. 
Because that needs a little bit of love. And I don't mean, you know, the, oh, I'm going to buy some cranberries and make it. I mean the fresh out of the ocean spray can still has the rivets on the side when it <laughs> right out of there into the bowl. That kind of no chunks, just straight jelly cranberry sauce, y'all. There is a certain type of person in my life that eats that. It's my dad. It's my best friend, Catherine. And Love it's them. you, Beth. <laughs> you know, we and it's have, not me. <laughs> we have no one that eats it at our family's My dad is the only one that eats it. <laughs> and we have it every year. And nobody eats it. It's like, it's a family tradition <laughs> that was started in our family because someone had passed and they always had to have it on the table. So it's just it's kind of been a thing. And I mean, we just, yeah. Have you ever had a cranberry, like a raw cranberry from the produce section? No. It is awful. First off, like, you know the little berries that you can find kind of like the fake ones sticking off of a Christmas tree? Yeah, that's what they look like to me. Yeah, that's what the texture is, too. It is <laughs> It is so bitter. Like, you will chomp down into it and just go, Ugh. And it's like just, oh, it's awful. It is bitter. It is, like, not good. I'm like, how does Terrible. it get so sweet in that jelly form? Sugar and carcinogens. I'm sure. It's in the can, baby. But I like, I like cranberry juice. I really do. Oh, I love cranberry juice. But isn't it only like 2% cranberry anyway? Yeah, I mean, you know. It is healthy for your GU tract, people. There we is... love a... Go ahead. <laughs> I said we love a vodka cran, too. <laughs> Give me crown apple with cranberry and a little Ooh. bit of Sprite. Oh, crown apple. So good. A Washington apple any day. Okay. Okay, man. Yes. <laughs> I think that wraps up the draft pick. Um, I stand by everything. I got everything I really wanted to pick. I was a little bit between rolls too, Beth, but I, I mean, a- bread at all times. I mean, that's like that's a given, though. No I one's ever going to be like, oh no, I don't want that delicious grain. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, now we have our local story for you guys. Um, this is a little earlier this month, but it was just too good to not discuss this. Yes. So, this person did go to a barbecue spot. She did. And one thing about here in the South, we love our barbecue, okay? Mm-hmm. We right near the barbecue capital. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There was a woman that called the police allegedly, to report a restaurant serving pink meat, despite the restaurant's assurance that smoked meat meat appears pink. Like, this woman really called 911 because her barbecue was allegedly undercooked because it was pink. Now, I don't know about y'all. I've had a little pink in every single... Ham is pink. Bacon's a little pink. Barbecue's a little pink. Like... What, what what's wrong here? <laughs> and I just want to say, she called nine one one the emergency line. She didn't call the non emergency. She didn't call the health department. She didn't call the non emergency line. She called emergency services. Can I add on to that real quick? Of course. <laughs> Not to mention, she is in one of the biggest cities in the state. And she called the cops. Did they, I don't even know if they actually showed up. I did not read the entire thing. They did. They did. They just, they're, oh, they have they so much up. better things to do. 
So they showed up, um, and she was just saying that the barbecue was really pink. It had a lot of fat in it. Um, and when she was telling the cops that when she tried to go get her money back or like exchange the food that they were not um, accommodating to her, um, that they gave her a piece of chicken in a bag and said, "Keep the plate." Um, the cops said, "The cops just said, you know what? what what do you want us to do for you? If you want to do something, you're going to have to file a civil suit with the courts. Like, <laughs> is he going to arrest someone? What law was broken here? I, I mean, they were, it's crazy. <laughs> I bet they were just looking like, when they got back to the car, they was talking shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, definitely. Could you? I mean, I just can't imagine what was going through the, the 911 operator's head when she got this call, or they got this call. Like, it's just crazy. <clears throat> I will step slightly to her defense for one moment. So, if I, before this news story, I did not know that smoking meat gave it a pink color. So, I could see how she could look at it and think, oh, no, you know, this stuff's not cooked. Let me say something to them. But I think that that's where it kind of diverges into two pathways of they explain, oh, it's just pink when you smoke it versus when you cook it in other ways. She could say, oh, okay, I didn't know that. Or, oh, could I get, you know, some different kind where it just maybe it's a mental thing. But then to kind of double down and say, no, it's not. I think that I know what it is, even though you're the one who's professional cooking it and then calling the police. So I think they yeah. did offer her chicken as a as to exchange it and told her she could keep the barbecue too. But she's like lying to the cops, allegedly, and saying that they didn't do anything. Um, which I think is ridiculous. Like they tried to accommodate you. I don't know what you really wanted. And it's giving Karen. It's giving Karen. <laughs> so I was telling my friend about this story. Um, not not the whole story. I was just giving her a brief synopsis of it. And she said that she thinks that the woman is right because they were trying to give her food poisoning. Again, I did not know that it was pink if you smoke it specifically. I don't know. I still kind of want to check on that and Google it a little bit. I have trust in this place. They were, they've been open since 1938. I mean, there's a lot of places I've been open since 1938, but... And you gotta cook barbecue for a long time. You gotta smoke that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like it takes a long time to smoke. And it I think, it could have been handled a lot better. I think that the reason that it does turn pink, and I'm not an expert. Um, no, no, no. But no. <laughs> I think that the reason that it does turn pink or stays pink whenever you smoke it is because it doesn't reach a really hot temperature to change the color of the meat. Like if you're cooking ground beef, it's cooking at a high temperature so it changes from that pink to brown so maybe that's why yeah like you know sometimes you cook like a dark meat chicken you have those like pink like dark pieces (laughs) in it some meat just cooks a little a little funky where it gets petty for me though is where now the barbecue joint is going to sell pink barbecue merchandise for their fans (laughs) (laughs) and um they said that that woman is welcome to come back to the restaurant at any time. She can come back in and tell, they said, tell her to come back and I'll educate her about North Carolina Southeastern style barbecue. I'd be happy to. I'm going to tell you, I 
would buy the merch. <laughs> Especially being so local and stuff. Like, I'm repping them. Like, like <laughs> I will support the Pink Barbecue. Trying to slander their name. <laughs> Beth, do you want to read the bad review that this um, this customer left the restaurant? Sure. Could I share a fun fact with y'all real quick about oh, why absolutely. it's pink? Well, sure. Oh, absolutely. Did so, you look it up? <laughs> I did look it up. Um, <clears throat> so, it is something to do with something called myoglobin. And that is a iron and oxygen oxygen binding protein found in the cardiac and skeletal muscle of vertebrates. So when you excuse me, uh, when you smoke barbecue, you know over time, um, it's at a lower temperature, and so because of that, the myoglobin does not fully break down. So that creates a um, pink tinge to the meat. And it's the same reaction that causes a smoke ring that you might see on brisket and ribs. Um, it doesn't mean that it's undercooked. It's just smoked. So it usually darkens and turns brown when it's heated above a certain temperature. But because it's heated longer and at a um, lower temperature, it's just not going to break down as much. You know so. what I heard from that? <laughs> I heard that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> he was on to something. Okay. It's weird because it's not what I said. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so her review. Worst customer service I ever had in my life. Barbecue was very pink and had lots of fat in it. Try to go back and tell them I either want my money back or something else they refuse to do either. Oh, excuse me. Something else they refuse to do either. After I called the cops up there, they gave me one piece of chicken in a bag and said, keep the plate. Cops said I had to file a civil suit with the courts. Worst food ever. Cheese not even melted on mac and cheese. Try to throw that last shade in there, you know, like, see, the mac and cheese is important. I wonder if she brought that up to the cops. Yeah, well, did you say all that to them? <laughs> like, was that part of your um, argument? I just can't believe she really called the cops. Like, that's, I'm embarrassed. People have <laughs> called more for less. Imagine. Honestly, I wonder if she goes through with a civil suit. How I loved an update later in life if she did, <laughs> and I wonder, like, how? Where's the proof? Like, what would that cost? Like, you didn't even get sick. Like, what? What are you really gonna say? And of course, we have to give our two cents on this week's advice column that no one asked for. This week's entry comes from Redditor who says, "I have a friend that I'm not sure I would even call that. She acts different around other people. She will also trash talk those some those same people." And then be in their faces like she didn't just gossip about them. It makes me wonder what she's saying about me behind my back. We went on a school trip abroad this year and she excluded me, left me alone in clubs, etc. I told her how I felt and she basically said she didn't see anything. Or, and she said she didn't say anything because she doesn't like to acknowledge when she hurts people. She then proceeds to deflect by bringing up something completely unrelated. She mostly only talks to me when she wants advice about something or needs to vent, which can be draining at times. When I'm dealing with something heavy, I should add, she never asks how I'm doing or anything of that nature. Whenever I ask if she wants to hang out, she says that she's busy. She stresses how much she likes to be alone, which is understandable. But will then tell me where she went each week or weekend. We have the same major. We have the same major, so I see her almost every day. 
we are also in the same clubs at school. So any advice or suggestions would be great. I don't think that this girl feels the same way about your friendship that you do. And I'm not sure that she thinks that you two are friends. Much less. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, you don't have to be friends with someone just because you see them all the time. Obviously, yeah. it's a one-sided relationship. She just wants to vent to you about bad things in her life, but she doesn't really care about anything <coughs> going on with you. Partially. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I feel like I can walk right by someone and not speak. And I feel like a friend is someone that not only wants to share their day-to-day with you but also wants to hear your day-to-day and if y'all don't have that then <coughs> it's it's not it i don't think she's gonna tell you if she was like talking about you like it's kind of weird she just like awkwardly changed the subject like oh, let's move away from this i don't know yeah. it's giving guilty <laughs> and we don't like that i think that you should drop her and leave it at that and, you know, I mean, you can be cordial, you know, if you're in class or you walk by her, you can say, hey, but I don't think that I would keep on being there for her when she cannot give that to you. Yeah, you can definitely kind of like do a test, like just kind of step back, see if she's texting you ever first, see if she's reaching out, asking about how you're doing and you'll get your answers. Yeah, I guarantee she won't. Yeah, and then there you go. Then you don't really even have to break that off. It just goes stuff. Yes. I, ac- I actually have this Reddit post sitting in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you look at it through a different lens, it d- that this might help the original poster feel a little bit better. So she sees this person as a friend who's treating her poorly. But I think that maybe from this other person's perspective, they see the poster as somebody who just goes to school with them so op says you know we went on a trip and she excluded me left me in loading clubs and i told her how i felt and she didn't say anything um but you know maybe this girl says is thinking to herself or boy whoever um oh you know i went on a school trip and there's someone that i'm not friends with and we just didn't hang out and maybe that's it you know they may um, I mean, I don't know the situation, obviously, but they may not think that you're friends and to them it may just be, you know, I don't hang out with them at home. I'm not going to hang out with them now. Nothing against them. We're just not friends. <clears throat> um, maybe she only talks to me. She wants advice because maybe you seem wise to her. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. There's just there's a lot of things to do or I'm not sure. I just I think that. They do not think that you are their friend, but you may think that she is your friend. But the way that it sounds, you don't enjoy this friendship anyway. And as of last week, there's 8 billion people in the world. So I think that you're better off finding someone else. And just because you see someone all the time does not mean you need to be friends with them. Amen. We're adults. We don't have to be friends with everybody. And honestly, that was a great... um... I don't know, like advice, I don't know, like, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because, you know, you're right, because honestly, it may not be that this person is a bad friend, but she just doesn't feel like these two people are friends, you know, maybe she sees this as a strictly, you know, 
I don't know. Like, like an, a, a distant acquaintance. Or like a school relationship. You yeah, know? like a working relationship. Like someone you have to see all the time. So obviously you know who they are, but you're not hanging outside of work. Can't relate because I hang out with you. But <laughs> yeah, we're but not feel, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like in any means, you definitely see this person or have seen this person as a friend. And I don't think that that's what it is. Amen. And that's okay. Not everyone's going to like you. And that is not always a reflection of you. So you know what? You just keep your head high and you go and find someone who cares about you the way you care about them. For sure, because someone wants to hang out with you. You seem very nice. From someone want to ask you how your day is going? Like someone, someone out there cares. For More sure. than that girl, for sure. <laughs> All right. So I think that we're ready to wrap up the podcast. Yeah, we want to thank everybody for listening this week. Um, please check out our Spotify, Instagram, and TikTok at Rolling With a Pod. Leave some comments for us, letting us know how you liked us adding Beth into the podcast. And let us know if you need any advice. And here at Rolling With The Pod, we'd like to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And can... here's where I would sing if I had a song We couldn't end it without you, Beth. You're <laughs> Th- thanks for that. Um, guys, you can find us at www.linktr.ee slash Rolling With It Pod. And that links our Instagram, our TikTok, the Spotify, everywhere that you can find our podcast is linked on that website. So definitely go there and give us a follow, you know. Download it. Like it. Share it. Subscribe. I mean. (laughs) Smash that like button. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. All right. Bye. Bye.